it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Hello. Before we get started with the show, I wanted to talk to you about uh, something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is sleep. I travel a great deal. I travel all around the world. I just got back from Kiev, crossing the Moldovan border. And the thing I always look forward to is getting back to my uh, king-size bed with my MyPillow mattress topper installed on the top. Now, I like a firm mattress because uh, I have back problems from uh, a long time ago uh, playing sports in high school. But I love my firm mattress with the MyPillow mattress topper on top. You get the firmness, but also it's like sleeping on a firm cloud. I really can't explain it. But it is the most comfortable sleep I have ever experienced in my life, and I can't wait to get back to it every time I travel. If you go to MyPillow right now with promo code CDM, you can get a 50% discount on the mattress toppers. Uh, Mike Lindell is giving out amazing discounts right now. Uh, get them while they last. Use promo code CDM at MyPillow.com and get the MyPillow mattress topper, the best sleep you will ever experience. Thank you very much. Now on to our guest. Welcome back to Information Operation. You've probably seen our guest, Dan Schultz, uh, if you're a, 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 war, a watcher of The War Room with uh, Steve Bannon. He's a frequent guest on there discussing his precinct project, which has made a huge impact across the nation, attempting to take the GOP back from the establishment. Welcome, Dan. Hey, thanks for having me, Todd. Appreciate it. So I, I met you uh, recently through the our STARS program, which is our Service Academy Graduate Network. It's S-T-A-R-R-S dot U-S. And uh, thank you for joining that and getting involved as a West Point grad. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, I, I wanted to you, – you've made a huge impact. I know the percentages of people, you know, of the committee – the GOP precinct committeemen has, has gone way up, and you've made a huge impact. People are taking – over uh, across the country, but there's also a huge pushback. You know, we have a, a paper in Georgia and Savannah and Fulton County are just horrendous. They've sent literally policemen out to stop people from coming to some of these events and getting on board. So for our viewers who may not know what you're doing, can you give us the elevator pitch of what the precinct project is and we'll delve into it from there? Yeah, for sure. Um, so um, the place to go to get all the information is my website, precinctstrategy.com, precinctstrategy.com. I've got my little button on here. Or the, or <laughs> the, the, one of them, one of this one here. It's, uh, um, it's precinctstrategy.com. And what I've tried to do there is compile is, you know, I, I boil everything down to the, the, the basics. And it's, it's real simple. It's like, uh, you know, Woody Allen uh, said, uh, everything in life uh, is determined by showing up. You know, right. <laughs> to be successful, show up. Well, what you got to do is you've got to show up for these monthly, usually monthly meetings in most places of these local Republican committees, they're called. And you're going to become a, in most cases, it's called a committee man. Right. Uh, or in some 
the states as precinct committee officer, precinct committee person, precinct delegate. Some states it's not called precinct, it's called election district and you're a member. So the terminology varies from state to state. Remember the constitution gives the power over elections to state legislatures. So the state legislatures determine how this works for those parties that have ballot status. And so if you're one of those parties that has ballot status or there's an election code that determines how you function, but it's really a private enterprise. The political parties are private entities and they're clubs. Yeah. And so what you want to do is become a member of the club. And the way to become a member of the club is to first find it. And then once you find it, contact it. And they don't want you in most cases. The Republican Party, you'll get mailers from the, if you gave money to the RNC ever, or the Senate committee, or the congressional committee, the national committees, if you ever gave money to them, you're constantly getting mailers now, give us money, give us money. They never tell you in those letters, oh, and there's another thing that you can do which is really, really important. We'd like you to become a member of our local committee. And here is where your local committee meets, and here are the officers of it, and now go there. They'll never tell you that because they don't want you to become a member. So this is stuff I learned in seventh grade civics mm-hmm. back in Wisconsin in 68 and 69, which tells you how ancient I am. And the bottom line is this. Go to my site, read the basics. Then what I've got is step-by-step directions on how to find your local committee. Now, in some states like, like Florida, where you are, um, the state party has on its website a directory of all of the county committees. The problem is sometimes counties, a county might not even have a committee. Um, like a, let's say it's a rural county and it's either very blue or very red. And there's not a lot of people living there. They might not even bother to have a committee because it's either very blue or very red. What, what's the point? You know, the Republicans yeah. are always going to lose or always going to win, but that's not the case in most places. Massachusetts and Connecticut and a few of the other eastern upper seaboard states, they don't have county committees. They have town committees. Yeah. It varies greatly from state to state. So what I tried to do on my site is compile something for every state to get you started. So you go to my site, you follow the directions on finding your local committee, and then you contact it. And then if and only if you've done those few steps on your own, and you run into an obstacle, then send me an email. Unfortunately, what happens usually is somebody goes to my <laughs> site, they see my site, says contact and they contact it. Hey, what do I do now? You know, <laughs> I email them back and I say, go back to my site and follow the directions, you know, and, and then contact me. But it's all about participating. Then once you're in in the in the party, like I am. Uh, let's see, today's uh, Thursday morning, Tuesday night, my legislate, my new legislative district committee met for the first time after its organizational meeting due to uh-huh. And what did we do there that night? We passed a resolution censuring our county chairwoman, Mickey Nyland, who won't embrace election integrity, who bad yeah 
repulse it. Who told us, told, told the members of the executive committee uh, uh, a few weeks prior, oh, the RNC did a survey and, and election integrity is not a, a big issue with the voters. Well, she left out the part that when they surveyed the voters, election integrity wasn't one of the options as to what's your, <laughs> you know. Funny how she, that happens. Yeah, she left that part out. So we, what we did nearly unanimously, we voted on a resolution to censure her for doing those sorts of nefarious things. She also has some, she also did this, all the data that we used to get out the vote. She signed a private contract with the county the, the, the county election, Maricopa County Elections Department. She signed a private contract, which she lied about. She 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 didn't. She was asked, "What contract do we have for, with respect to data?" Oh, uh, there, there there is a contract, but uh, uh, it's it's not public. She left out the contract. She signed it privately. Wow. Uh, we found that out about her. So we censured her. That's how you change the party. You invade it. You fill up all the vacant uh, positions. And over half of these positions nationwide on average are vacant. Yeah. We invade the party, take over the apparatus, trumpify it, America firster it. Yeah. Fill it up with America firsters and change it from a rhino run party into an America first party run by people who actually believe in the party platform. We have a good conservative party platform. What we're lacking are good conservative people in the party at the local level, changing it. The way to change their, the only way to change the RNC, the only way is through internal party elections because it's the precinct committeemen who elect all the officers all the way up to the RNC. Let's That's talk about that for a minute. How, how does that logistically work? So you're on a committee in the county. What do you, who are you going to elect? I mean, and then where does it go from there? Yeah, it varies. It varies greatly from state to state. So the way it works in Arizona is this, when we have our organizational meetings at our local level, we have here in Arizona, we have legislative district committees, and county committees and a state committee. Mm -hmm. Other states, sometimes they have congressional district committees um, as well, but we don't have those here in Arizona. But I'll just use Arizona as an example. So you get elected to the position of precinct committee. Then in, in Arizona, via a primary election process, other states have caucuses. Georgia mm -hmm. has a caucus, has caucus meetings, South Carolina. Yeah. Arizona, we have uh, Florida, they use the primary in Florida. Texas uses the primary and also the caucuses. It's it's a hybrid. Regardless, once you're a member, then what you do is you meet at an organizational meeting and then you elect your officers. Yeah. So in Arizona, you go to two organizational meetings as a precinct as an elected precinct committeeman after the August primary. Then around November, you'll meet at a legislative district committee meeting, organizational meeting, only elected precinct committeemen, and you elect the officers for that committee. Mm -hmm. But you do one more thing. You also elect for every three of you, one of you can be a state committeeman. 
So you run also for state committeemen. We have been running slates in my legislative district of we call them the deplorables. Yeah. We, we, we get together, we create a slate. We say, these are the, in, in the last case, it was 65 people or so were the deplorables. Yeah. That let everybody know at that meeting that we're the Trump people. Well, we succeeded this last go around to get about, uh, of the 53 slots we had to fill, we, we filled about 45 with Trump people. That was a huge success. So those then those those state committeemen go to the state organizational meeting mm-hmm. and elect state chairman. State chairman's on the RNC. So that's real political power. After yeah. the legislative district committee meeting, you also then go to a, you wear two hats. You're a legislative district committee member and you're a county committee member. You go mm-hmm. to the county meeting. And you don't have don't even have to go in person. You can send somebody with a proxy, your proxy, if you can't make it or don't want to go. And most people yeah. don't want to go because it's a waste. It's a whole wasted day because yeah. they pack like they pack like two hours of party business into eight hours. Right, you know? it's just a, waste, a big waste of time. But but it's important. So you go there, then you elect the county chair. So I've elected. A legislative district chair and other officers, a county chair and other officers. And as a state committeeman, I've elected a state chairman and other officers. And then the precinct committeemen do one more thing, and that is every four years, the precinct committeemen and only the precinct committeemen elect the delegates to the state convention. The delegates to the, and I've been a delegate to the state convention. I've never run for national convention delegate. Well, actually, I think I did one year, but I didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, um, this the the precinct committeeman and only the precinct committeeman elected delegates. Anybody can run to be a delegate to the state convention, but only the precinct committeeman get to vote on them. So you can vote for yourself for state convention delegate. State convention delegates elect the national convention delegates. Again, real political power. They mm-hmm. also elect to four-year term, a national committeeman and a national committee woman who serves on the RNC. Again, real political power. Registered voters, they have no political power in the party. The only people who are in the party, members of it, who have power are precinct committeemen. And that's that's the position that the RNC hopes you'll never find out about. They have no information on their website, none precinct committeeman. And most of the state parties and many of the county committee party websites have no information. But our- you know, in Georgia, I mean, it's just such a mess. I mean, they literally told everybody in the state there are no members of the party. Yeah, <laughs> I remember when that happened. Yeah. So, and, and, and they, was- they, what's that? Yeah, I remember when that happened. And what they did here is you probably may recall just a few weeks ago is our state legislature succeeded in passing on an emergency basis uh, a bill to get rid of the election of precinct committeemen using our primary system, making up some excuse as to why it happened and it was a mistake and all that. And then uh, Kelly Ward, our our state chair, hired a, a law firm to file suit and got it 
ruled to be unconstitutional, which it was. It was un yeah. unconstitutional. The basis for its unconstitutionality was was that it was nonsensical. It didn't make any sense. Right. It was struck down on that basis. You know, uh, they passed a law that was so stupid that nobody could understand it, which is grounds for striking down a law. And it was it was struck down on other grounds as well. And the, none of them, they all said they didn't know what it was too, right? What's that? They all said they didn't know what it was. I mean, they all said we just yeah. passed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, all, they all made an excuse saying, oh, you know, I didn't read it because of this reason or that reason. Right. I don't believe that for a minute. And I'm not voting for any incumbent state legislator. I'm, I'll say it right here. I've said it already publicly. I'm not. I'm not voting for Mark Fincham for Secretary of State if I can. If there is a better candidate than him that has a chance of defeating the uh, the Democrat, I'm going to vote right. for that person, not Mark Fincham, because Mark Fincham voted for this. Uh, interesting. You know? um, and that is very troubling. That is troubling. So. Um, so you have now, to the other thing that precinct committeemen do is this. That the first is you got political power. You, right. you are the party. The other thing is you're in the best position to get out the vote in the primary for the best candidates. Because as a precinct committeeman, you get access to the get out the vote software of the party. And then in your precinct, working with your fellow conservative precinct committeemen. Mm -hmm. Knowing that only about 20 to 25 percent of voters, Republican voters vote in the primary, you can boost the turnout of the lower information, lower propensity voters. And I have a strategy that works for doing wow. that. I've got a video about how to do it on my website. Very interesting. So you have to get in there and then figure out on your own who is on your team. So Yeah, to say. you do. Yeah, and what then, you got to do is what I did is the first meeting I went to uh, back in 2007. This is primary season. McCain's running for president. Right. So they asked the new people, you know, uh, hey, just stand up and say a few words about yourself. So I stood up and I said, I'm, I'm Dan Schultz and uh, I'm uh, I'm very conservative. I said, in fact, if you look up Attila the Hun in the dictionary, there's a picture of me. <laughs> That's how conservative I am. And I'm yeah. a, my, uh, I'm a, uh, Fred, I'm a Fred head. I'm a Fred Thompson guy. So I'm yeah. for Fred Thompson in the primary because I think he's the best conservative, has the best chance of beating whoever the Democratic nominee is. I don't like John McCain. I hate John McCain. Actually. Yeah. But I said, I'm also this kind of a conservative. I'm conservative in the primary. I'm Republican in the general. If John McCain, God forbid, gets the nomination, I'll do my darndest to boost turnout for right. him uh, in the election. And I did. I did. And then, of course, he lost to Barack Hussein right. Obama. And that's when I knew, holy crap, knowing then what I then our party was at one quarter strength in terms of the precinct committeemen in yeah. Arizona. And I said, I got to do something. So I started recruiting. And then eventually I built my website and I eventually wrote my little book, how to get into the real ball game of politics, where you live to help president Donald J Trump make America great again. And uh, it's all about what I learned in seventh grade. Civics. And people get the book on your site, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to precinctstrategy.com, there's a link to Dan's book. You click on that. It takes you to Amazon and then you can order the book on Amazon. Have you heard, um, uh, do, I mean, do, does the establishment really think they can just keep these people out? Because I know they're, 
I mean, they're doing that in Georgia, essentially, and in, in yeah, Chatham, they, especially. Oh, definitely they do. Um, uh, the scuttlebutt I've learned uh, around the country is Massachusetts. Massachusetts yeah. is playing games with people saying, oh, we lost your paperwork. You're really not yeah. a delegate after all. The town committee that you formed, actually the paperwork is messed up, so you're really not a town committee. Pennsylvania, yeah. they're pushing it down to the county level. Oh, same thing. Oh, you didn't you didn't fill out the paperwork right. We lost your paperwork. Sorry, you can't really be a delegate now after our precinct committeeman after all. Um, wow. It's happening everywhere. Uh, it's happening. How do people fight back about you got to hire a lawyer or what? No, no, no. You can, well, maybe. Like yeah. in the case of this statute, you hire a lawyer. To, yeah. But remember, the Republican Party is a club. It's a yeah. private organization. You have to... I tell people, I used to tell people when I would talk and try to recruit people. And then I'd say, and then once you become a precinct committeeman, read and study the bylaws. Yeah. Now I say, read and study the bylaws, then read and study the bylaws, then mm -hmm. read and study the bylaws. The bylaws are the rules. In some states, they're called constitutions. Mm -hmm. Whatever the terminology is, there are rules of the road. You have to get those documents and you have to read and study them. So, and then make sure that you have somebody who knows the basics of Robert's rules of order. Now, here's the problem that we have. We have a big vacuum in terms of civics education. Yeah. I know that my dad, who grew up in the 40s, he graduated from high school in 44. I know when he was in seventh and eighth grade, he, and he went to a one-room schoolhouse in rural Wisconsin where I grew up in the 40s. They taught the seventh and eighth graders Robert's rules of order. When those kids graduated from high school in the forties, they went on to, to to run school boards, and they and they yeah. knew how, they knew they they remembered. Oh, Robert's rules. Yeah, I know Robert's rules because they had to learn it. They don't yeah. teach it anymore in school. And you know, yeah. Roberts is a West Pointer. Interesting. Um, anyways, um, they they knew how to do Robert's rules. So couple of things that you have to do. You have to find somebody on your local committee who's a conservative who knows Robert's rules backwards and forwards. Yeah. I've learned that most evangelical churches have a parliamentarian. That's true. They both, they, most of them mimic the U.S. system. Uh, yeah. And, and so, so find the parliamentarian of your local church and mm -hmm. recruit them to become a precinct committeeman and then tell them, we need you in the party to make sure that they follow the rules. We've, yeah. we've got a few people now that I've known for now 10 years who have taken the parliamentarian school uh, mm. schooling and have gotten certified as parliamentarians. They're a tremendous help. I know the basics of Robert's rules. I have cheat sheets that I take always to my meeting. You know, uh, there's things as simple as division. You know, what's division? When they take a vote on anything, if you believe that the vote was crooked, like the eyes have it when obviously the nays had it, Yeah. you, you have to shout out division. And then what that means is they have to do a hand count, including mm. anybody who's carrying proxies. But if you don't know to call out division, call for a hand count, they move on to the next thing. Things as simple as that, you've got to learn. Interesting. And it's, and it's not... There's, and I've got link. Uh, well, I don't think I have any more. I used to have links on my site. But if you do this, Robert's Rules Order 
tutorial videos on the internet. There's a, the internet is awash with tutorial videos on the basics of Robert's rules. So you got to learn Robert's rules. You got to learn the, the bylaws and equip yourself with that. And then, and then uh, like uh, just Tuesday night at the meeting, we had new business. Guy raises his hand, a friend of mine. I didn't even know he was going to do it. He says, um, new, I, I'm proposing a motion to censure uh, our, our uh, county chairwoman. And here it is. And he reads it. And then we had discussion according to the, our bylaws, rules, five minutes of discussion on both sides of the issue. And then we took a vote and it passed unanimously. And um, I'll send you the I'll, I'll send you the link to uh, the uh, I put it on Twitter. Great. And, uh, and, and what we've got to do is uh, we've got to learn how to do this and take back our party and trumpify the party. And what we need, what we really need now is, is what we're doing right now is people like you, an influencer with a big audience, urging people to do this. We don't have enough people. I got Trump to endorse this. I got Mike Lindell to endorse this. Mm -hmm. I got Steve Bannon helping, but it's not enough. We need more people with big microphones talking about this and saying, yeah. look, there, there's what we've got to do to save the republic is this. We have to get control of one of the two parties and transform it into an America first party. Otherwise, we're going to continue electing uniparty people like Kevin McCarthy yeah. and, and all the rest of them who don't fight for us, don't care about us. We've got to replace them. And the beauty of our system is every two years, we can throw out everyone in the house and replace them. Every two years, yeah. every 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 two years we can replace a third of the senators that represent us but we're not doing it and the reason we're not doing it is not enough of us are involved in the party making sure that the better candidates win the all-important primary elections and then go on to the general the success rate in the primaries for an incumbent in the house and the senate is about 98 percent yeah that's the problem and why is it because most people don't vote in the primary. If we if we invade the party, use my use my system for boosting turnout of the lower information, lower propensity voters, the 75% who don't vote in the primary, if we boost their turnout, we can change things. And I've done it. I did it for my friend, Air Force Academy grad, Frank Schmuck. His last name was Schmuck. <laughs> How do you go through life like that? <laughs> Schmuck beat the incumbent rhino. Uh-huh. And it was and it wasn't because of advertising. It was because I had a boots on the ground precinct level boosting turnout strategy, which is real simple to do, just takes bodies, making personal appeals to the the good decent republicans in our precincts who don't normally vote in the primary, telling them about Frank and saying this guy can take out this rhino who voted for Medicaid expansion in the dead of night, lied to us about it, said he would never do it, and then did it. Yeah. Let's take him out. Please go vote. They did. We won in a landslide. We won 53 to 47. Wow. That can be done everywhere. What do you do in a... Body. <clears throat> I keep asking about Georgia. What do you do in that state where essentially they are having, uh, you know, 
they don't give information to the people on the ground They're, or they'll give the list like two days before the election. So there's no way you can, you know, you can work it. They, they're having secret meetings. They, they are appointing people to appeal boards when they're supposed to be elected. They're just appointing their friends. I mean, it's, it's insane. I mean, what, what do you do when you you're up against really an organized, hate to say it, like organized criminal activity, uh, you know, well, you do, you do <clears throat> what I advocate on my site and I've got graphics that show it. And I show all these interest groups on one of the graphics. Mm -hmm. Okay. I show there's second amendment people. There's right to life people. Uh, now there there's the, you know, moms for Liberty. I don't have them on cause they, they were just yeah. created. The people who are against CRT, the people yeah. who want, election integrity, the people who want name your issue, the second amendment people, all, all these people, what they've got to do is wear a, another, a second hat. You go to those mm -hmm. meetings and you call, you have a private meeting and you talk about your issues. Then one more night a month, you go to the local Republican committee meeting. And I have another graphic. I don't have it here, but it shows a line out the door for those local meetings. You've got to deluge these party meetings with your presence, with all of you people, all of these people who are- A coalition, if you coalition will. Coalition of yeah. all these people on who have their little issue that they're really passionate about, take it into the party as well and outnumber them. I've seen some of these caucus meetings where they're in Georgia, uh, uh, way back in 2012, where they, they walk into the meeting, they announced, oh, we're having our caucus meeting for the election of county delegates. Uh, I make a motion to accept the slate of candidates that was given earlier to the chairman. Second, all in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, nay. And there's a few nays or not enough because people don't know what's happening, right? Because they don't know Robert's Rules of Order and they don't know how that it's a caucus state. They really yeah. don't know what they're doing, you know, because they haven't read and studied the bylaw. Then they say, I make a motion that we accept the slate of candidates as is uh, by acclamation. Second, all in favor say aye. They yell aye, aye, a few of them. The nays are now they've figured out what's happening. Uh, overwhelmingly against. The, in the opinion of the chair, the ayes have it. Uh, uh, motion. Uh, 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 I make, uh, I, 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 I'm journeying the, the meeting because that, that was the only agenda item on the, on the caucus meeting to hold the election. And then they run, literally they run out of the room and it's over. <laughs> you've got to, like I said, you've got to learn the rules, Gotcha. The, the, whatever the bylaws say. And then you've got to have overwhelming numbers of people so that they just can't do it. And then and then video it. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Well, thank you for that. I think that's uh, very educational. Let's talk about West Point real quick. Uh, sure. We've got some serious problems at all the service oh. academies. They're just infected with Marxism. Uh, you've got leaders who are, I think, betraying their oath and betraying the country, uh, and working yeah. for another foreign power. Frankly, yeah. yeah. Um, so. Uh, uh, you know, I know, and I, I tend to say the disease is the regime in the White House, and we have to get rid of the disease before we can cure the symptoms. But what, what do you think about the service academies? I mean, what, I mean, the STARS has been very effective. We're putting pressure on, but we need to take it to the next level in other ways. Do you have any thoughts on that? 
Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, I, I, I spoke at one of the STARS meetings, I think, mm -hmm. or maybe it was the West Point 60 group. Yeah. Uh, I think it was them. And then they connected me with STARS and uh, t Tom uh, Gervais. Is it right? Gervais? Gervais, Gervais. Yeah, yeah. Gervais, yeah. Yeah, that French name. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, what we've got to do is the sa same thing. Mm -hmm. I want every member of these groups to get involved in the Republican party as well as a yeah. first. Okay. Yeah. Take our issue into the party so that the people in the party know that it's important. You know, um, general Valle, mm -hmm. uh, I spoke to him years ago about this. I said, Paul, please talk about getting involved in the party on your broadcast, get your, all the members of your group to get involved in the party as well well i don't think he really got it you know um that's that's the first thing that we need to do then the second thing we need to do is then grow so that we are a bigger voice yes and then as much noise as possible um about what the hell is happening at the service academies you know it's it's it to me it, it's just it's frightening um what has happened to to west point um happened at the Air Force Academy too, happened at oh, yeah. the Navy Academy, Coast Guard Academy, Merchant Marine Academy. It's happened at all of them. But the lowering of the standards oh, and yeah. going along to get along and the honor code really doesn't exist anymore apparently at the yeah. academies. Uh, just look at all the cheating scandals and drug yeah. use. And yeah, and, and the drug rampant. use. It's, it's appalling. Yeah. And, um, and and what do they do? They it's always well we've got to kind of cover it up, and uh, because uh, my God we can't throw out 179 people or whatever. I lived through the I lived through the cheating scandal at West Point. Yeah, uh, you know in in, in uh, 76 and 77 the class of 77. Um, you know I, I'm class of 78, so a bunch of those guys joined our class you know, and, and then graduated with us. And many of them went on to have great careers and uh, there, there wasn't a black mark uh, against them in any way, shape or form. Was that the right way to go? I don't know. Yeah. But, that, but that's what the Academy did. Um, and um, uh, one of the guys, uh, Tim, oh, what's his last name? Can't think of his last name right now, but um, who, who was class of 78, with me, uh, he, uh, he, he got swept into it somehow. And he just recently published a book about it. His, mm -hmm. his daughter actually, uh, it was a biography about his, what he, his perspective on it. Yeah. And, um, but anyways, I haven't read it. Um, but I, I, I saw it on mm -hmm. uh, recently. Um, what we've got to do is we, the grads, have to organize like like stars has and and yeah. the other groups that have, have have risen up and and we've got to uh, do what we can to help and thank you for everything that you've been doing with respect to your son uh my hat is off to those brave cadets at west point who said i'm not taking this experimental thing that you want to put in me because it's not a vaccine listen no, it's not. You and I both, if we went overseas, we got we got all sorts of jabs. Sure, of course. These were these were proven vaccines that were approved by the government. Right. We didn't have a choice. We had to take it. 
because but they were approved vaccines. This what they're doing to the service to to the people in the service. That's an experiment. Yeah, it's it's, it's not required to, to to take something that's experimental. It's in the law for crying out loud. And what do the generals do? They just say yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked at the lack of uh, courage Nobody and loyalty to your art. Yeah. yeah, right. Nobody falls on their sword. They should be resigning their commissions. They, they should, should be. be. Saying, no, this is a bridge too far. Well, I'm resigning my commission, and here's why. But they get taught apparently in general school that well, the way if if you ever want to like resign your commission, what you have to do is just keep your mouth shut and then resign and not say anything publicly because that's the soldierly thing to do or some crap like that. Yeah, that's not it at all. What you should be doing is you should be doing like MacArthur did. He yeah. goes to the he goes into the House of Representatives and talks to a joint session and explains what the hell was going on. I'm I'm under the belief it's worse than that, and that these these flag officers are actually working for a foreign power. And uh, you know, I yeah. think that how do we hold them accountable? I mean, these people need to be court-martialed. I mean, this is this is very serious business. When you're pushing cultural Marxism, when you to when when you're pushing, you know, drugs that can harm the service. I mean, yeah. th this is really serious stuff. So I want to hold Austin, Millie, all of them accountable, all the way down to the, the superintendents of the academies. Uh, well, you know. I love what Matt Gates did to Austin the other day. Yeah. That's yeah. what we need. We need we need the Congress critters yeah. to grow air and, 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 and do what Gates did. That's what we yeah. need. Yeah, I agree. Other, otherwise, I mean, look, I'm a counterintelligence guy, a human intelligence guy. Um, if somebody would give me the means, you know, I, I would run a counterintelligence op on, on these generals. Yeah, uh, for sure. And try yeah. to get a camera talking about this stuff. Like, like uh, Veritas does, Project yeah. Veritas. That's actually but, a good idea. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that takes a lot of resources. Yeah. Well, Dan, thank you. I, I want to have you back on down the road because this story is not going away. Uh, all these sure, stories. Sure. So, uh, Thank you for your time on a on an early Thursday. Where, where yeah. are you? Are you, are you out west? You're in Arizona, right? Yeah, I'm in Arizona. Okay. So it's time, so it's, it's so it's here, but that's okay. I'll, I'll grab a cup of coffee here and I'll fully wake up. All right, Dan. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thanks. Take Tom. care.